Hey guys, and welcome back to Jesus Time, where we talk about what Jesus tells us in our times with Him. Sometimes I have guests, sometimes it's just me and my times with Him, and um, either way, it's super, super fun and encouraging to hear what God has to say. I love it. I will say, sometimes, to be honest, I don't love it. <laughs> so our family is going through this uh, devotional on the Version Bible app, and really it's not as much a devotional as we are systematically going through the book of Job, which is a downer. It's really hard. It's really hard. Sometimes you can read the word and you have these super encouraging nuggets or uh, an aspect of God's character that's refreshing or a truth about who we are in Christ that lifts us up. And Job is not like that. It is... 42 chapters, long chapters of agonizing suffering of mind, body, soul, and relationships. So if you're not familiar with Job, the quick version is Satan all goes up to God and flexes and is like, hey, look at your buddy Job. He only loves you because he has everything going right in his life. And God's like, "Mm, I don't know. He's pretty good. He's a pretty good guy. Pretty righteous. So God allows Satan to basically kill all his children, all his cattle, give him boils and sores and agonizing physical pain. And then you see Job dealing with this suffering. His wife, who's kind of the only close person left to him, ends up being the worst and goes up to him and says, well, curse God and die already. So he is cut off from every good thing. God is silent. So he's praying maybe and trying to see God, but God is silent. But instead, instead of any encouragement from God, he has these three friends, maybe three or four friends who are sitting around him. And in the first few chapters they're pretty cool they just sit quietly and say nothing because they see how much suffering he's in and just like a raw physical wound that you don't touch not even with neosporin because you know it's going to hurt too bad these friends were just quiet and they just sit with him and that's probably the best thing they did because the rest of the time they tell him hey you're probably in sin you better repent And then God will have favor on you again. And here's the thing. He didn't sin. He didn't. Like even God said, yeah, Job's a righteous man. Doesn't mean he's perfect. Doesn't mean he never sinned. But his suffering was not a result of sin. Even though for all these chapters, his friends are like, no, really, you must have sinned. And then Job is responding saying, no, really, I didn't. So, So this is the suffering, the physical, emotional, and mental suffering only to be topped with the suffering of having your friends accuse you while you're suffering and having to defend yourself. And okay, so it's the worst. So this is the book that we are sitting in for all this time (laughs) and it's not fun. So it's hard for me to really connect here because I don't like suffering. I don't like sitting in someone else's suffering. It's, it's not encouraging. 
All right, so all that to say, today I read (laughs) Job 23, and I was struck by a couple of things that I think are kind of cool. All right, so we're looking in Job 23. I'm reading in the NLT, and we're starting in verse 8. And this is Job responding to his friends and just talking. He says, I go east, but he is not there. He's talking about God. I go west, but I cannot find him. I do not see him in the north, for he is hidden. I look to the south, but he is concealed. Verse 10. But he knows where I am going. And when he tests me, I will come out as pure gold. For I have stayed on God's path. I have followed his ways and not turned aside. I have not departed from his commands, but have treasured his words more than daily food. Verse 14. So he will do to me whatever he has planned. He controls my destiny. And I think this is so cool because in Job's mind, what I'm kind of receiving here is even in his suffering, or not even in, but in his suffering, he really felt like God was not there. He could not see, hear, feel God, receive anything from God. He really felt alone in his suffering. And if you're a connector of the dots, you might also see that this is kind of a foreshadowing of Jesus on the cross. Job felt disconnected from God. Jesus was disconnected from God the Father. And we know this because he said on the cross, Father, Father, why have you forsaken me? That's intense. That's intense. So the foreshadowing of Christ is kind of a big deal here. And it just makes me so broken for what Christ had to do on the cross to make me acceptable to God so that I can have a way of being with God and never being disconnected from God. So that's one kind of cool thing. But then another more everyday thing for me that was helpful is Job was really honest about feeling disconnected from God. And he didn't feel bad or embarrassed saying, hey, I've looked for God and I can't find him. And even in that honest confession, that wasn't a sinful thing to say. That was an honest thing to say. And then even kind of meditating on this more, I thought, man, he felt disconnected from God. He could not see or feel God. But he knew he was still connected. There is a, there is a feeling and there is a knowing. And Job doubled down on the knowing. He even, and we know this, I think, because in verse 10, he says, but he knows where I'm going. Talking about God, Job knew that God was still aware of Job. I think Job still knew that God was still in control. Verse 14, so he will do to me whatever he has planned. He controls my destiny. 
And I think it is such a beautiful and incredible thing when in the midst of our suffering, we can be honest, first of all, and say, I don't feel God, this is terrible. And then double down on our knowing, hey, but I know God has me. I know God controls my destiny. That's a big deal. I, I think that's what spiritual maturity is or looks like. And then I think even one last thing that I got from Job from this passage and even in the midst of his suffering verse 11 and 12 where he says for I have stayed on God's path I have followed his ways not turned aside I have not departed from his commands but have treasured his words more than daily food okay guys this is a big deal because in his suffering he didn't sin in his suffering he didn't say Oh yes, I don't feel God and I am suffering so I deserve to just do X, Y, Z. This is the worst right now so I'm going to go and sin and I'm going to curse God and I'm going to allow myself to indulge emotionally and to express every piece of anger that I have and to fill in the blank. And he didn't do that. He continued to be obedient to God when he couldn't feel God. He continued to be obedient to God when everything was the worst. And guys, this is really, really hard. I think I have known two people in my life where I have seen this, where they have had excruciating, agonizing, unspeakable suffering And they are still obeying God. They're still seeking God and reading his word and not speaking ill of the person that betrayed them or not walking away from God because God has allowed this suffering. That's incredible. And I think when I'm in it, I couldn't see it. But looking at Job and even looking at my friends who are obedient in the midst of their suffering... What I see is that obedience in the midst of divine silence is an expression of knowing God is still there. It's an expression of that knowing. And it is a safeguard for your soul so that when you are on the other side of that suffering... There is not a lot to clean up (laughs) and repent of and uh, heal from. It is a safeguard. So, not a fun thing to think through, but a sobering thing to think through. How to suffer well. How to be honest. How to still know God is there. How to obey through it. So I'm only in chapter 23 of Job. So a little more than halfway through it. Ah, Still hard, but still good. Because yeah, it's good to be reminded that whether we feel God or not, he's there. And obedience is always a good choice. Thanks for hanging out with me at Jesus time. I hope you can connect with Jesus and hear from Jesus. Love you guys.